0: Hey everybody, this is Dr. Cameron Dennis, physical therapist and running lover. Um, And I want to thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I just wanted to thank everyone who's watched any or listened to any of these other episodes. I really appreciate your support. It means a lot to me. And uh, there's so many different things you could be listening to um, or doing with your time. And you chose to spend it with me, so I appreciate that. But today I want to talk about running shoes and where to buy running shoes. It seems like such an obvious thing, um, something that doesn't even need to be discussed, right? But I want to say that I feel like there's a huge benefit to buying uh, your running shoes in person as opposed to buying online. And I actually even want to uh, go as far as saying that it might even be a little bit more dangerous to buy running shoes in, uh, in online versus in person. Um, and I want to explain to you why that is. So I actually wrote this uh, blog a couple days ago and I posted it online and uh, got quite a bit of uh, feedback. So some very good feedback. Uh, some people didn't really necessarily agree, which is totally fine. Um, but I'm just basically going from my experience as a, a doctor, of physical therapy, um, see, who sees runners very consistently. Um, and so, you know, the things that I see, I want to report on and I want to talk about with you guys, um, because, you know, I feel like I have a sort of a unique perspective on these mm-hmm. things, um, mm-hmm. as a runner himself and, uh, as someone who loves learning about it. But, uh, anyway, so let's get to it. So if you visit any online running community, um, or any in-person running community, like a, a run club meeting or a group run or something like that, but there's one thing that I think you're going to see, uh, there are so many opinions and information, uh, so much information circling the running community about running shoes. You know, what shoes are best, uh, where you should get your shoes, uh, what shoes are best used when uh, which shoes have helped with injuries, which shoes have caused problems uh, which brand is best, and you're going to have different opinions every you know for every runner you're going to have a different opinion so uh running shoes were the best place to get shoes at one point they were the only place to get shoes at one point uh, you know these are the days when the internet wasn 't what it is today when you couldn't just click get something from China in three days. uh, I think you'll find that people are turning to the internet to buy their shoes because it's convenient. And sometimes you um, might save a few bucks, which I can't argue with that. That's nice. Especially when, you know, the economy is the way it is and everything. And and it's just so easy to shop for shoes when you're online and everybody's so busy, especially when, if you're not allowed to go out, you know, you don't want to go out because of the masks and all of that. Um, but even before COVID, I think people were really turning to, uh, running shoe websites, um, even maybe Amazon to get running shoes. So is the, is the money and the time saved really worth it though? It might seem harmless, but there may be a reason to take the time to head to your local running shop. So let's talk about the difference. Unless you're getting the exact same shoe in the same year, you're not guaranteed to get the same shoe. So oftentimes, running shoe companies will keep the same or similar name of a shoe from a previous year, but make changes to the design, or they might make the numbers after, it, uh, after the name slightly different or call it something slightly different. Um... But if someone sees the, the name Pegasus, they're, they might think, for example, they're getting the same Nike Pegasus that they got the year before or maybe just looks different. But maybe, you know, they think it might look different, but it works the same. So if one shoe works the next year, it might work for them as, as well. But um, that might be a reason why someone would buy online. Um, but I want to say that. Aside from changes to the appearance of the shoe, there may be changes in in materials that they use to make the shoes, there may be changes to the structural design of the shoe, uh, which may cause it to absorb force differently, it may bend and twist differently, it may fit differently than what you're used to. Uh, these are all things that you can't really see if you're buying online. Um, so, changes in shoe design are not necessarily a problem. however, if you're looking to buy the same shoe you had before, you might not be getting what you already had the year before due to these changes and the The changes that are made are not always evident online so running shop owners and employees are usually very well versed in changes made to to shoes from model to model and from year to year. Uh, they're likely going to be able to help you determine if the latest changes are a good fit for you, um, making that shoe a good fit for you, uh, that and so that you're not surprised with what you're actually buying um, because of those changes. You'll also be able to try it on and make sure that you get the right size. Uh, a lot of aches and pains that I see in the clinic could have been avoided if somebody had just tried the shoes on in person. Um, you know, if they had, if they had bought the proper shoes. Uh, whether it's because of it being the wrong size or, you know, their shoes being overused or worn out uh, or maybe buying shoes that are too narrow and they couldn't know that by getting them online. And once they get them shipped, you know, a lot of times people don't like to return things. It's just, it's an inconvenience. You have to box them up and then you have to mail them back, all of those things. And then you have to wait. So a lot of times people will just keep the shoes and run in them. Um, even if they're not a perfect fit, like they were hoping for them to be um now of course not every runner is going to be like that but but i would say a lot of people do something similar i mean if i ordered shoes online i probably would do the same thing um but i don't so uh let's let's talk further um about what else can be going on with these shoes that you're buying online uh, deficits or i'm sorry defects can be found in shoes Uh, which may be caught before buying them if you're able to try them out in person um, or if they've been examined by a running shop employee. I know know that there are running shoe store employees who will look at the shoes that they're actually sent to make sure that there aren't any major physical defects, and they'll actually send shoes back. Or some companies or some shops won't even accept shoes that Uh, they won't even accept certain brands of shoes because they're they oftentimes will have more defects in the shoes leading to problems leading to shoes being returned leading to injuries Um, so that's definitely a plus of going to a shop Uh, not all shoes are created equal um, as with any product manufactured on on a large scale Uh, defects will be present in a certain percentage of the shoes Um, And these defects can be minor differences from one shoe to another, but it can have a big impact, Um, especially if you're... So when you're running, that's a single-leg activity, right? You're going from left foot to right foot to left foot to right foot, putting uh, greater forces through your feet than than your body weight. I mean, much higher forces through your feet and through your legs than your entire body weight. So if you're doing that again and again and again and again, And there's major differences from one side to the other with your shoe. Um, A lot of times that's where we see problems. Um, So shoes should be purchased in person rather than online. uh, As it's impossible to do a physical assessment to the pair of shoes without having them in front of you. And I want to talk about some tests that you can try out when you're purchasing running shoes. These are some things that you can literally do before you buy the shoes. So say you pick out a pair that you like, they they look at your arch and they tell you what kind of shoe they recommend for you. Um, And and this is something that happens at a lot of running running shoe stores uh, to help with finding a good fit for people. Um, Whether you have a high arch, low arch, wide foot, narrow foot, all of those things, they can kind of help you decide what's the best sort of running shoe for you. Um, but, but once those things are all done, here's what I recommend doing. And this is what I do when I buy my shoes. So there are six or sorry, five quick tests that you can do. So the first test is to place your hand inside the shoe and feel for any rough edges or differences from the right shoe to the left. So problems with the stitching can lead to rubbing or possibly even cuts in the skin when running. And I've actually had this happen. I had, a a sharp edge around the toe of my running shoe. I uh, won't say the company, but I will say um, that you know, this kind of thing does happen. And I actually ended up having a cut on my toe and it was bleeding through my sock. So it can happen. Uh, test number two, remove the insert from the shoe, place it on the ground and stand on the insert. Now the running shoe place will let you do this and they don't have a problem with it. Pay special attention to your toes. If your toes don't easily fit inside the boundaries of the insert, they won't fit comfortably inside the shoe. Um, so you want to make sure that that your uh, that the toes, the area around the toes, is going to be wide enough for your foot. Otherwise, you're going to be your toes are going to be cramped. Your foot is going to be cramped. The bones are going to be pushed together. The muscles are not working properly. Sometimes you end up with Morton's neuromas. That way, you might end up with. Um, pain on the outside of your foot um, through the fifth metatarsal or on the fifth met head uh, because your shoes are too narrow and we see that all the time and then we get somebody to get into a, a more wide pair of shoes like an ultra and then the pain's gone so sometimes it is that simple so just remove the insert from the shoe place it on the ground and stand on it see if your foot fits place uh, test number three Place the shoes next to one another on a table and face the toes of the shoe away from you. Get on the level of the shoe so that you can look at it head-on. Check for asymmetry in the heel as you may notice differences in the angle of the heel counter. So just make sure that both shoes look relatively uh, symmetrical when you're looking at them from the back to the front, um, if that makes sense, with the back of the shoes close to you, And you're just looking at them sort of long ways Uh, sometimes you'll have a pair of shoes that you know maybe the right shoe is uh, pretty much straight up and down and then you have the left shoe that is maybe pointed at you know as much as even like 10 degrees you know five to ten degrees slightly to the left or the right um, because of problems with the gluing or problems with the make of the actual uh, sole itself of the heel so make sure that those are going to be as symmetrical as possible Uh, test number four uh, try on the shoe you want to make sure that the shoes are comfortable and the correct size if if your toes feel crowded or compressed you might want to go up a size or try another model a lot of times they can help you out with this um the, the people at the running uh, stores, but even stick your fingers down the sides. Make sure your feet can breathe, right? Make sure that your the sides of your feet aren't hanging off the sides of the shoe um, because you want them to be supported. Um, and 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 like we talked about earlier, if your feet aren't comfortable, if your if your toes are smushed in there, you're, you're going to end up with problems. And this is actually very common, especially in, in brands like Nike, for example, that run a little bit more narrow. So test number five, uh, some running stores will actually allow you to run in this in the shoes prior to or after purchasing them and return them if you're not satisfied. Now, don't get ridiculous and, and take these shoes out for, a, you know, for like a month or something and expect them to, uh, that they're going to return them, they're accept the return, they're not going to do that. Um, imagine how much money they would lose if you did that. But you want that—you want to test them out. You know, if you test them out for one or two days, and then you find that you know you really aren't—they don't feel good. There, maybe there's something problematic with the shoe. Take them back. Um, most running stores will accept the shoes because they want you to be happy. They want to make sure that you're able to run. Um, they want to make sure that you're having a good good experience you know and if they've sold you a pair of shoes you're unsatisfied with then you're not probably going to come back so um so don't be afraid to to return them uh, when running in the shoes take note of how your legs and feet feel during and after the run don't be afraid to return them if your feet are particularly sore during or after the run and just keep in mind that no shoe works for everyone You know, your best friend's shoes might not work for you and that's okay. There might be a pair of shoes that's best better for you and uh, it might not work for them. You know, your feet are designed differently. Your legs work differently and your running pattern is different. So don't be afraid to try out different things. So here's, here's a big takeaway. Besides the part about, you know, besides besides the benefit of you actually running, in the actual fit of the shoe and whether the shoe is appropriate for you, let's talk about why else it's important. The, to me, this is a big reason. With online shopping being so popular, it's putting out a lot of local businesses. That's just not good for your local economy. Um, So if you're able to perform these tests and talk to a running shop employee about the particular pair of shoes you're interested in, you'd be much more likely to have a positive experience with your new running shoes. And not to mention most running shops are privately owned and buying from a local shop is good for your local economy. It's a lot of fun to talk running with other people who are as passionate about running as you are. You might learn some new things about training. You might learn about a new upcoming race that's interesting to you. Uh, or even meet a new running buddy. You know, sometimes they'll have running clubs or running groups, which are actually meet at the running store, and that's a great way to make friends with people who have the same interests as you, people who are dealing with similar challenges. You know, and everybody needs a little bit of camaraderie these days, more than ever, I think. Um, so, at least in Ohio, I, I know you don't have to wear a mask if you're actively exercising. So get your butt up there. Get to a running shoe shop that's, that might be doing these group runs. Now, don't run within six feet of somebody else. I mean, I'm not telling you to go um, making out with people that are in your running group. But uh, I think it is good for us to see other people and exercise with other people. And uh, especially, you know, once this COVID thing is over, you know, get your butt out there and meet some runners. Meet some people who um, enjoy running or walking with you. Uh, or training with you, it's sometimes it's helpful to get that motivation too. Um, but, but by buying your shoes online, you're undercutting the growth of local running shops, which are oftentimes the social hub, the meeting place for runners in your area. To me, to me that's not worth saving a few dollars uh, a couple times a year. You know, I think giving your business to a local running shop is so important, and that's why I always go to, uh, I always buy local, but, uh, yeah, if you guys feel like there's more to this, if you totally disagree with what I'm saying, if you love what I said, or you have any comments or anything that you want me to talk about in future podcasts, I would absolutely love it. If you would, uh, send me a message on Facebook, you can, uh, are, I'm in the running injury support group on Facebook. I also have a group called, uh, back on track running. Coaching group um, on Facebook. We have our training website, which is the injurypronerunning.com, uh, which is pretty cool. We have a lot of training programs on there and free information about any running injuries that you're dealing with or how to improve your speed, uh, your strength, all of those different things. A lot of those are free resources. So make sure to go check that out. Um, and if you haven't had a chance to go back and listen to some of these other episodes. Because I think there's a lot of good information if I do say so myself <laughs> without trying to be too cocky here, but uh anyway, hopefully you guys got something out of this, and uh hopefully you'll uh, maybe share this with your friends this podcast because that's the only way it gets out there. I will say that the the best way for this podcast to grow is for you to share it with your friends and other runners. And, uh, I would absolutely love that. So anyway, hopefully I'll talk to you guys soon. If you'd like, you can send me an email. It is Cameron at back And I hope to hear from you guys. Take care. Bye. Forgot to say it. I love you. Love each and every one of you listeners. I know this is a tough time. So just hear what I'm saying remember that you are amazing and that you're loved and you're not alone. Okay. If you need to reach out, feel free to do so. If you're going through mental struggles, physical struggles, if you have questions about your injuries, um, I'm here for you. So hope to hear from you guys and have a good one. Are you sick of nagging running injuries? While there's no way to totally prevent injuries, you can train in a way that drastically reduces your chances of being sidelined by injuries. The Injury Prone Athlete Training Programs at injurypronerunning.com were created by me, Dr. Cameron Dennis, a physical therapist and running specialist, to help you train smarter and stay on track towards your running goals. Programs at injurypronerunning.com include, but are not limited to, bulletproof hip running program bulletproof knee running program and bulletproof feet running program designed to help you return to running from injuries and pain which have plagued you potentially for years including included in your training program at injurypronerunning.com are specific instructions for when to move from phase one to phase two from phase two to phase three according to your level of pain and type of injury um, so there's less confusion about worrying about about hurting yourself again or making your injury worse so after completing our injury recovery programs on injurypronerunning.com you'll be able to then transition to one of our other training programs and work towards running further faster or simply just completing a race of your chosen distance without becoming injured visit injurypronerunning.com for more details or to learn more about your injury for free